0: You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist, been helping people change their lives since 1996, broadcasting from the French Alps and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. I want to talk about taking action and what that actually means. In other words, I want to talk about acting instead of reacting. When we use our minds normally, we are incapable of taking real action. What passes for real action is simply automated reacting based on the way in which the normal mind works. Very often, we kind of think that we're doing the right thing on the basis of the goals that we have set ourselves and that what we're doing now will lead us in the direction that we want our life to go. But for starters, most people don't even know what direction they want their life to go. I've just been talking to a client who has on the face of it, a decision to make from a career point of view. It's a job opportunity there's a couple of job opportunities, and he has to choose. And as I said, on the face of it, he believes it to be a career decision that he has to make. But nobody makes a career decision in isolation. Nobody goes after the next shiny object because they feel great about themselves because somebody has offered them a big job. Nobody does that unless they are normal, crazy people Operating in the normal way in which the mind works. In other words, the decision to take something because you feel great about yourself, because somebody has actually offered you a big job, and you say to yourself, wow, they actually really must want me, I must really be great. That comes from the way in which the normal mind reacts to the way in which other people approve of us. In other words, the point I'm making is that very often. We jump at the latest thing that makes us feel better about ourselves thinking that it is going to move us in the direction that we want our life to go, only to discover that we haven't taken the decision from the proper perspective, from a clear state of mind. In other words, as I just said to my friend, this isn't a career decision that you have to make. This is a lifestyle decision. Do you want to work with these people in terms of what are they going to demand from you in terms of the fact that you may have to move locations or on the basis that you might have to move locations sometime in the future? How much of your soul are you prepared to sell to the corporation? Now, I don't use that phrase lightly. I've been working in the corporate world. Or should I say, for starters, I was working in the corporate world up to 1996, and there is an element of selling of the soul. And that was way back when, before we had instant messaging and emailing and the requirement that you get back to people, almost the moment they ask you something, the world has gone mad since then. And I I know I might sound like an old folk when I say that, but I actually was talking to somebody else a few days ago who had been completely frustrated by the fact that she had spent two hours in a meeting with the top team in her organization. And for the whole two hours, they were discussing how, wait until you hear this, how they could stop sending out of office emails to each other. Six people in the room had a discussion about something. All they had to do was decide, oh, we're not doing that. A slight digression but it's only a slight digression because I having worked in the corporate world have worked with a lot of people who are working in the corporate world in the last 25 years that I've been working for myself and there is a trade-off you do sell a piece of your soul to the corporation some people almost give the whole thing away and therefore the conversation that I had with my client a few minutes ago in relation to his apparent career decision Brought us around to the point of us both agreeing that it wasn't a career decision he had to make, it was a lifestyle decision that he had to make. And you know what? He found it almost impossible to make the lifestyle decision because he had never considered exactly what kind of lifestyle he really, really wants. All this happens in the normal course of our everyday lives because we are not doing the right thing. All this happens because we're not acting. We are constantly reacting. As I said a moment ago, we're often reacting to the fact that somebody else has done something for us that makes us feel better about ourselves, which means that we didn't feel great about ourselves in the first place, which means we are operating from our conceptual self, the one with all the perceived inadequacies, rather than who I really am, who you really are, the real you. Now, we've talked about the real you before. We'll probably come back to the real you in the course of this particular episode. But I started this episode by talking about acting and reacting. And my friend, who has the lifestyle decision to make in the next couple of days, was making that decision in reactive mode. In other words, he wasn't going to take real action. He was simply going to knee-jerk react to how he felt about what he thought was going on. Or should I say, to be really clear about this from the perspective of cognitive psychology, how who he thinks he is felt about what he thought was going on. That's obviously clearly not real action. It's based on a falsehood, the falsehood being that I actually think I know what's going on. As I said to a group of people this morning, when we were talking about how we deal in our everyday lives with normal, crazy people. And I know I use that phrase frequently. And over the years, people have kind of said to me, that's not a very nice thing to say about people. But you know, if the research is right and there's decades of research, there's probably half a century of research, more under our belt in this regard, that that confirms that normal people, 96% plus people, aren't in control of their own mental faculties. In other words, they are normal because there's loads of them living to the norms that normal crazy people created and agreed upon. And they're crazy because they're not in control of their own state of mind. If you're behaving that way, you're misbehaving. If you're acting from that state of mind, you're reacting. Because, as I said to this group this morning, normal crazy people don't know where they are, don't know who they are, don't know what's going on and don't know what they want. Now, I mean, they don't know who they really are because they're thinking, they haven't a clue what's going on. They haven't a clue how to behave themselves. They'll simply react. And worst of all, they've no idea where they want their lives to go. They might think they do, and we've talked about this before, but most people will decide that they want their lives to go in a particular direction because they see other people who they think are happy and successful and fulfilled living that way. They're looking at what someone else has and they're saying, I want a bit of that. So coming back to my friend, when I say to him, actually, that's not a career decision you have to make. It's a life choice that you have to make. He's flummoxed. He can't figure out what would be the right life choice, because it's only now beginning to dawn on him that as an actor in his life, remember we're talking about acting in this episode, as an actor in his life, as creator of his life, he can create the life that he would really, really love to live, love to experience, moment to moment, day to day, moving forward. So, so let's park the whole notion of reacting crazy people react. You don't want to go there. If something bad is going on and you react, reaction generally makes things worse rather than better. How could it otherwise? Because as I said, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what you should do. You don't even know who you are and you don't know where you're going. But the more you begin to develop your ability to pay attention to the present moment through meditation. There, got the M word in, quick in this particular episode. The more you do that, the more you begin to understand, the more you begin to know the kind of life you would love to live. And that is why it is so important that we act in our lives rather than react. We've parked reacting at this point in time. Acting means doing. Acting means doing the right things in the here and now to enable you move forward towards the life that you would love to live. I said, acting means doing. I had a conversation with someone else this morning and we were talking about fitness and weight loss. I had made the point that I was talking to somebody a number of years ago. Let me tell you the story actually. I had this series of six consultations by phone a number of years ago. We're talking about pre-Zoom days. So I never actually met this individual, never saw her, didn't know what she looked like. The very first thing she said to me during our first consultation, which was a 90-minute consultation, before we said anything, I said hello and she said, I'm obese. They were the first words she said to me. She said, I'm obese and I am a world expert on dieting. I've tried every diet and I know that none of them works. They're the very first things she said to me. At the end of the 90 minutes, she said to me, you haven't mentioned the F word, meaning fat, in our conversation at all. And I said, that's right. We were talking about something far more important. You know what you have to do between now and the next time we talk in 10 days, you need to start meditating. This lady had never meditated in her life before. 10 days later, we're back on the telephone. And she starts explaining to me that her son is studying in Edinburgh University, lives in Edinburgh. And she lives down in Essex, long way away. And she said, every so often I drive up to Edinburgh for the weekend to visit him. And what I would normally do as I prepare for the long car journey is I would stock up with all my treats. So I would leave home in Essex with a load of Mars bars and Snickers and M&Ms and a few jelly babies on the passenger seat. And two or three days later, I would arrive back in Essex and the passenger seat would be covered in empty sweet wrappers. Said last weekend, I drove up to Edinburgh, spent a wonderful weekend with my son and came back home and I was driving in the driveway to my home in Essex and realized that it had never occurred to me to buy my treats. She'd done a round trip up on a Friday, back on a Monday, and it had never occurred to her to buy the stuff that was normally part and parcel of the ritual of driving to Edinburgh. She then said to me, what did you do? What did you do to me? Is actually what she said when we talked a week and a half ago. She said, you never mentioned the F word, And yet I've lost more than 15 or 16 pounds in the 10 days since we spoke. The weight is literally falling off me. I was telling somebody else this story a little earlier today. And they made the point to me, you've just contradicted yourself. This guy said to me, he said, you've told me that in order to get what we want out of life, we need to take action. We need to, as I said a minute ago, acting is doing. He said, this lady did not do. And this is a key point that I want to make in this episode today. Acting comes in both shapes and sizes. Acting means doing, and acting means also not doing what I shouldn't have been doing in the first place. This happens, and it just happens, when we begin to tune our mind into the reality of the here and now, rather than living from the age-old programs that we learned when we were children, where this particular lady in Essex had been nicknamed Chubby when she was three years old. Think about what that taught her about herself think about indeed how great she would feel about herself if somebody had offered her the kind of job that my friend was is considering at the moment it would make her feel great about herself and therefore she'd make what she would think is a career decision for all the wrong reasons this girl didn't do something but it's exactly the same thing it is all about the point that i was making a moment ago to my friend when i said to him This isn't a career choice you have to make, it's a life choice. Life choices are not big choices. Life choices are moment to moment choices. Life choices are choices that I make now. I make a choice to do something, or indeed in my friend's case in Essex, she made a choice to not do something, and it just happened. As I said, it never occurred to her to do what she would normally do. Why? Because her mind was beginning to be tuned in to something far realer than the fact that she was going around marked, scarred by a program that told her she was chubby. She began to move her attention away from all that fog of thought that she got lost in when she was three or four years old. And she's beginning to discover herself free of the fog in the here and now. The big choices we get to make in our life, like my friend who has this choice over the job he's just been offered. You don't get to the point of having the opportunity to make those big choices in life if you haven't been making the right life choices moment-to-moment. Moment. Just like the devil is in the detail in terms of things that can go wrong in life, so it is that heaven is in the detail of the moment-to-moment choices that we make in the here and now. What kind of choices am I talking about? Well, I'll give you another example, and it just happens to be another weight-related example particular client that I met face to face a number of years ago, and then met about a year later, looked like a completely different guy. He had lost an enormous amount of weight, and he was now what, in his own words, was described as fit and healthy. He told me that in the weeks, and it was just weeks, it wasn't months, I'll come back to that in a moment. He told me that in the weeks after he started meditating, he would go out with his mates to a restaurant, some of the the, 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 the boozy restaurants that he would hang around with his mates. And he'd go in, sit up at the bar, get a menu and lick his lips at the prospect of having another big steak with a load of fried onions and a big side helping of chips or something like a, a giant cheeseburger, double cheeseburger with chips. And by the time the waiter, would come up the bar to take the order. He would, and he said, it seems like it just happened. Out of his mouth would come the words, I will have the fillet of soul with a side salad, please. It's like as if the real him inside him had finally wrested the controls of what was going on in his brain from the person who was happy with the notion that he had been called fatso at school when he was six or seven years old. This is the stuff that people carry around with them. This is why people can't, for example, lose weight. This is why people can't change their lives, because they're still living to those things that were imprinted on their minds when they were young and impressionable as a result of which they keep reacting all the time. They never take real action as a result of the fact that they have never made the right life choices because the life choices that they made were made on automatic pilot. We've talked about this before. We have to make choices moment to moment in life. The Most fundamental choice you and I have to make in life right now is, am I present? or am I lost in the fog of thought? If I'm using my mind normally, in the way in which normal crazy people use their minds, that all important life choice that I have to make will be made for me automatically in the same way as my automatic pilot has always made that choice. It will by default choose to ensure that I'm lost in the fog of thought. We've discussed this before. There are, or there were, very good evolutionary reasons for it. They were very good reasons when we were hunter-gatherers. They're not very good reasons now. You can only stop the automatic pilot making those wrong life choices for you moment to moment when you begin to take control of your own state of mind by first of all saying to yourself, I'm gonna meditate in the morning. And maybe, just maybe, I'm gonna meditate most mornings or better again, I'm going to meditate every morning. It'll only take a few weeks for you to be a completely different woman or man. And I actually mean that. You will begin to discover the person who ordered the fillet of soul as distinct from the person who is licking his lips at the prospect of onion rings, chips, and a giant steak. You will begin to become the person who's weight is literally falling off as distinct from the person who would load up with M&Ms and Snickers and Mars bars to drive to Edinburgh. And it all just happens. Or should I say, it all feels as if it has just happened. We've talked about this before. I've often in these episodes used the word effortless or the word effortlessness. When you develop your ability to be in the present moment and when you start making the right life choices, and again, I'll clarify what I mean by that towards the end of this particular episode. When that begins to happen, I begin to enter what the University of Chicago calls flow. And when I'm in flow, I just do what I need to do. And and I need to clarify that again. That could include me not doing something that I shouldn't be doing but I will simply do what I need to do or avoid doing what I shouldn't be doing because I am making life choices moment to moment based on the person who I really am rather than based on the bundle of foggy thoughts that I've been carrying around with me all of my adult life until of course, I took control of the levers of power in my own head. And because I'm just doing it and because I'm not in my own way anymore and because I have dot, 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 just let go, It feels effortless. Indeed, neuroscience a few years ago discovered that actually, with people in experimental conditions wired up to machines, you know, big electrodes on their brain, neuroscience discovered that it is effortless. That if you're just doing what you're doing and you know why you're doing it, then you're just going to do it effortlessly. Contrast. Contrast that with what I said a minute ago about normal crazy people who don't know where they are, don't know who they are, don't know what they should be doing and have no idea where they want to go. When you begin to experience the reality of the here and now, and the only gateway to that, by the way, is through meditation. When you begin to experience that and when you begin to enter what the universities of Milan and Chicago call flow, you begin to get a sense of where you are in other words you begin to know what is going on which means you begin to understand how you need to act and most importantly the clearer your mind becomes through regular meditation the clearer the picture of the kind of life you would really like to live becomes when you reach that point you've ticked all four boxes you're always going to be the right person in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, in just the right way, effortlessly. And that will always, always lead you forward, actually, to the life that is best for you. And you know why? Because the person who you really are, not the person who you thought you were, actually knows what is best for you. You know, I was asked earlier on today, did this girl who lost all that weight, did she have a goal for losing weight? No, she actually didn't at the time. She'd given up on that goal because she was the world expert on diets. She'd actually given up on herself. She didn't have any goal in relation to weight loss at that moment in time. What was actually happening was that the part of her who knows best about what is best for her was beginning to become the real actor in her life she had begun to stop playing the same old tunes that she'd been playing since she was christened chubby when she was three years old. She had begun to pay attention to the reality of the here and now free from the fog, the brain fog, that clouded her vision of who she was and everything that was going on. World is full of zombies. You're meeting them every day, by the way. You need to be careful of them. You can't trust them because they can't even trust themselves. The world is full of zombies, normal, crazy people. What's the key point in all of this? Well, the key point is a really simple point. You have life choices to make moment to moment. They're not big life choices. You don't get to make the big life choices that will change your life until you make the little life choices, that little by little change your life in the only place and time where your life can change, the here and the now. And that means the life choice that you have to make has to be made this moment. And it has to be made by you because if you don't choose to deliberately make that choice, your automatic pilot will make the choice for you and it will make the wrong choice. You can only do this by beginning to experience the difference, the qualitative difference between being lost in that brain fog and seeing reality as it is in the clarity of the here and now. But even at that, you'll still slip because we're all only human, you'll still slip back onto autopilot. You know, most people with whom I work, when they start meditating first, first of all, they realize that they're an awful lot crazier than they could ever have considered themselves to be because they suddenly become aware of the noise in their head. Most people will say to me, oh my God, since I started meditating, the noise in my head has got louder, it's got worse. I didn't realize there was this much junk in my own head and it's actually getting worse. And the point I keep making to them is, no, it's not getting worse. All that has happened is that you've woken up and you become aware of the noise in your head. And then after that awareness has dawned on you, the noise in your head passes. But that's why you're meditating. What if you have a wonderful meditation at seven in the morning and at 10 in the morning, Some zombie, a normal crazy person, has lit a fire under your backside, pushed all your buttons, and you're fit to be tied. You only get to that point by not making the little lifestyle choices that I mentioned a moment ago. But you have to keep reminding yourself, therefore, to make the little lifestyle choices. Am I here? Am I present? Or am I one of the zombies? You have to make those choices moment to moment, for a start at least. What I mean by that is that as you start out on your journey of self-rediscovery, as you begin to set out on a journey to become acquainted with the real you, first of all, you need the foundations. Like anything in life that we build, it needs to be built on solid foundations. The life that you are going to create for yourself, the life that you would love to live, has to be built on the foundations of a solid meditative practice a daily meditative practice that enables you begin to experience as i said a moment ago the difference between being brain dead and actually being alive it's beginning to live your life in the here and now but you need to remind yourself to make the little lifestyle choices that this episode is about as the opportunity for those lifestyle choices presents itself Every single moment is one of those opportunities. Every single moment requires that we choose to be present. Now you can't do that, obviously, every single moment. So what you need to do for starters is remind yourself when it doesn't matter that I need to take a moment to be fully present. I need to choose life over the brain fog. If you do that when it doesn't matter, say say you're standing at the kitchen sink washing the dishes. Wash the dishes to wash the dishes so that you're actually experiencing the reality of the moment, rather than washing the dishes in a temper because somebody has just bawled you out of it on the telephone or on a Zoom conversation, or one of your children has had a tantrum. Wash the dishes to wash the dishes. It's a lifestyle choice. But if you make those lifestyle choices when it doesn't matter, you'll be able to make those lifestyle choices when it does. So for example, if your teenager does have a temper tantrum, you're going to act instead of react. You're going to say and do the right thing in the right way at that moment to get you to where you want to go. And obviously where you want to go in that situation is the exact opposite direction to the direction you would go in if you reacted. We really need to get into the habit of making these life choices moment to moment because after a few weeks you'll be like the guy at the bar you won't need to say to yourself i need to make a life choice now between fish or steak it'll just happen in exactly the same way as somebody else said to me again in the vein of losing weight actually my inner voice tells me what to take off the supermarket shelf and tells me what to leave on the supermarket shelf I often arrive at the checkout in the supermarket with things that I had no intention, or should I say my thinking mind, had no intention of buying. But what have I discovered? I end up buying the stuff that is better for me because my inner voice knows what is best for me. You need to let your inner voice out. You need to emancipate yourself from your own thoughts. You need to walk into the clarity of the reality of the light of day. You need to walk out of the fog that your thoughts have had you living in all of your adult life. And you need to do it again and again and again. And when you make the little life choices, you end up finding yourself in a position where big life choices seem to just happen effortlessly in the way in which I talked about it earlier on, the way in which indeed I've talked about it in some recent episodes when I talked about, you know, the decisions that we make to, for example, set up a business or move to France or do this, that or the other, and that these are things that seem to just happen effortlessly. Why would you struggle in your daily life when you have the option to live your life to the full effortlessly? Why would you let your normal, crazy, automated mind make the choice for you when you can make the most important choice in your life right here and now to turn up to it? You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough, called To Succeed. Just let go. And for more information, visit wwwwilly